Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of History's Biggest Villains. It's JPZ here. And this is someone that I kind of wanted to do a video on for a long time. But, of course, you know, just all of the, the attitude around this person was very sketchy. So I kind of wanted to tread lightly. I didn't want to focus so much on just the fact that all the allegations came forward just wanted to detail who he was and then some of the things that might have led people to assume that he might have been that type of person that we found out he was after he passed away but again i just want to thank everybody for their support you know leave a drop a like if you enjoyed this you know and subscribe to the channel if you're new and be before we get to it i just want to let you know Jimmy Savile was born on October 31st, 1926 in Burley, Leeds, England. He grew up during the Great Depression and he described his father as scrupulously honest but scrupulously broke. Um, his relationship with his mother was pretty tough. He called her the Duchess. It was a constant fight for attention in the household. Um, at the age of 18 during World War II, he was conscripted to work as a Bevan boy and was also a coal miner. He reportedly suffered spinal cord injuries wearing a steel corset and using a walking stick for three years. When his father passed away in the early 1950s, he rekindled the relationship with his mother, sharing her with gifts, buying her a new apartment, and even taking her with him everywhere he went. His radio career as a DJ began at Radio Luxembourg from 1958 to 1968. By 1968, he presented six programs a week and the Saturday show reached six million listeners. And he became one of Britain's leading DJs by the early 1960s. He was one of the first radio personalities that could actually translate to TV. His unique appearance made him pretty recognizable, especially with his light colored hair and his flamboyant style of dress definitely made him someone that stood out amongst all the personalities. Um, his first actual TV role was a presenter on the black and white music program called Young in Heart that aired for May 1960 and Savile would actually dye his hair a different color each week just to keep up with the trends just to keep new eyes on him. January 1st of 1964 he presented the first episode of Top of the Pops a music television show that featured popular acts that aired until 2006 so over 40 years he hosted several events featuring the top music talent in the world at the time like the Beatles the Who and Cliff Richard 1975 he was the host of a show called Jim will fix it and this is probably the biggest thing that led to the public really endearing him this was basically a family show where kids would write in letters to him saying oh Jim I want to go on a date with my teacher I want to take my teacher on a date or I want to go see uh, the, the, the desert or something and he would he, through his large amount of money and influence he would basically make these kids dreams come true and it was like it would tug at your heartstrings, of course, to see a kid's dream come true, and it would also be kind of hilarious just to see how the kid would react. But this really established him as a household name in Britain, and he gained the trust of parents because his show 
was mainly about making children happy. His philanthropy and his charity work endeared him to some pretty high people. And when I say pretty high people, we're talking about the highest people in Britain. We're talking about the royal family. He was very, very close with Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher. She even described his charity work as marvelous. He also met Prince Charles and became close friends with him. They would meet on several occasions and on Savile's 80th birthday in 2006. He sent him a note reading, Nobody will ever know what you have done for this country, Jimmy. This is to go some way in thanking you for that. Savile was also in contact with other members of the royal household, including messages and telegrams from Princess Diana, Prince Philip, Sir Angus Ogilvy, and Sarah, the Duchess of York. He even acted as an unofficial advisor to Prince Charles, giving advice on how the royal family ought to interact with the public and the media. In 1989, Savile hand wrote an unofficial set of guidelines to, to Charles on how the royal family should respond to disasters. Charles showed this to his father, Prince Philip, who passed this on to the Queen Elizabeth. He was actually appointed the officer of the most excellent order of the British Empire in 1972, so now he has OBE on the end of his name. He was also given the Knight Bachelor status in 1990 following his charitable searches. Margaret Thatcher tried to have him knighted four separate occasions, despite many warnings from a lot of people, even though after he passed away, this title cannot be removed because there's no actual process to remove these titles. He was also given, this is the long one, a Knight Commander of the Pontifical Equestrian Order of St. Gregory the Great, or a KCSG by Pope John Paul II in 1990. And this honor can't be removed after he died either. Sabu was known as a pretty eccentric and unique character. He was a lifelong bachelor and his personal relationships were never really talked about in the media, although he, pretty, he claimed to have a lot of partners and he had a lot of catchphrases that he would use like, how's about that then? No, then, not then. Goodness gracious, as it happens in Guys and Gals. He was often pictured with a cigar in his mouth, claiming that his father got him started smoking cigars at the age of seven. One event that really changed him was the passing of his mother in 1972. This actually really affected him really bad. But when he addressed the media, some of the things he said were rather strange. He said basically that his mother's death gave him peace. And this is, I'm quoting him saying right here. He says, we were together all her life and there was nothing we couldn't do. I got an audience with the Pope, everything, Savile explained in one interview. But then I was sharing her. When she died, she was all mine. The best five days of my life were spent with the Duchess when she was dead. She looked marvelous. She belonged to me. It's wonderful is death. Well, despite this, people loved him for his charity work, but people did have questions about his volunteer work at the hospitals, especially Broadmoor Hospital, a psych ward for children. And he worked as a porter. So a porter is basically someone 
who was transporting patients to certain wards across the hospital. He actually gained a lot of power within these hospitals because of his celebrity status and his relationships with the higher-ups. So he was appointed to the management committee of the hospital in 1987. He was also referred to as Dr. Savile despite having no medical training or qualifications. He also had a set of keys from 1968 to 2004 and he had his own room with full unsupervised access to some of these wards. So this is where we get to the allegations. And then again, but I'm just telling you, I'm, I got my sources like from the official sources like BBC, like all these like, like the people that actually reported on the issues. These are not like hearsay numbers. I'm looking for actual quotes that people actually said, not oh, where where I, I didn't I didn't give people's actual accounts of being abused because like I'm not gonna give people story like I'm not gonna retell somebody's trauma because like that I don't need to do that but I'm just letting you know and these are also not just like, allegations these are just also things that kind of made people feel a way about him as a person like some of the things he said and some of the like decisions that he made that kind of threw people off in a way according to several articles there are allegations of abuse that were dating back all the way up until 1965 although these didn't really come out until after he passed away um strangely his autobiography as it happens and or the title was changed to love's uphill thing had admissions of improper conduct that appeared to go unnoticed during his time in the industry. A review of the culture and practices at BBC during Savile's tenure was documented in the Dame Janet Smith Review Report that was released in 2016. Investigation conducted by Dame Janet Smith, DBE, was found that at least 72 people were abused by Savile in connection with his work at the BBC. This includes eight victims that were abused one of whom was just 10 years old. The largest number of victims while he worked at the BBC was during his time at Top of the Pops. There was a very uh, infamous interview that he did with Lynn Barber for the Independent on Sunday where he talks about the knighthood giving him a relief that he got him off the hook. And this is again a quote, this is what I'm quoting from him. Oh, eh, I've had a lively couple of years with the tabloids sniffing about asking around the corner, shops, everything, thinking there must be something the authorities knew that they didn't, Savile said. Whereas, in fact, I gotta be the most boring geezer in the world because I ain't got no past. And so, and nothing else, it was a ginormous relief when I got the knighthood because it got me off the hook. The 2000 documentary, filmmaker Louis Thoreau actually asked Savile a question about why he said that he didn't like children. Because we live in a very funny world, and it's easy for me as a single man to say I don't like children, because that puts a lot of salacious tabloid people off the hunt. Question about the rumors, whether he did what he did. He says, how do they know whether I am or not? How does anyone know whether I am? Nobody knows whether I am or not. I know I'm not, so I can tell you from experience that the easy way of doing it when they're saying, oh, you'll have all them children, oh, Jim, you'll fix it. I say, 
Yeah, I hate them. And also there was a situation where he backed Gary Glitter. And Gary Glitter is a very disturbing individual. This is a singer, not just any singer, a very famous singer who is a one of the pioneers of British rock in the 60s. But later on was found out to be doing very terrible things with children and he was arrested and Jimmy Sapple was basically coming out saying that he basically said that viewer that the viewers of the things that Gary Glitter was watching they didn't do anything wrong but they were demonized and he said Glitter was basically a celebrity that was being unfairly vilified for watching dodgy films in the privacy of his own home. Gary hasn't tried to sell them, he said, nor tried to show them in public or anything like that. It was for his own gratification. Whether it was right or wrong, of course, it's up to him as a person. And of course, this interview was not even published until after Savile passed away. But the ultimate bombshell about this, on November 12, 2012, the Metropolitan Police announced that the scale of allegations reported against Savile was unprecedented. A total of 450 alleged victims had contacted the police in the 10 weeks since the investigation has launched, with the period of alleged abuse stretching from actually from 1955 to 2009. So that, ladies and gentlemen, that is the story of Mr. Jimmy Savile. I watched the Netflix documentary. I've actually watched it more than once because it just, I don't know, it's just that story was just so disgusting in the second part. And I was just, and I wanted to bring light to stuff like this because we have to think about how he hypnotized the public to really trust in him. You know, he hypnotized the public. He lulled people to sleep. He told he was like, oh, I'm the guy that's going to make your children's dream come true. And then we find out all this terrible stuff after he passed away. And the fact that he never even was tried in a court for this, that he was never even brought to question by the police. That, I mean, he all, I mean, even though he did always joke about it, he had a court case next Thursday in his interviews. But I don't know. This whole situation was just weird. But anyway, if you uh, if you like that, thank you so much for the support. I really appreciate y'all for supporting these ideas. I really thank you. Um, leave a like. Also, hit that subscribe button if you're new to the channel. Hit that post notifications. Thank you so much. I'm out. Peace.